0: howdy and welcome to another episode of talking fm this is episode five of the podcast and today henry and i will be talking about all things going on in our current fm saves a little mishap that i've had with my salzburg save and henry's move from one side of the old firm to the other so without further ado let's get stuck in uh i have a i have a bit of an update for you on salzburg Yeah, the, the twitter's been pretty dry hasn't it with updates yeah, there's a reason for that. the save, <laughs> the, the save was corrupted, <laughs> oh, and, and and the last time I auto saved was like before the transfer window. And so, in order to play, the order I would have had to go through a whole a whole summer transfer window again. <laughs> yeah, fine. And I had sold like sixty million dollars worth of players, like already. I decided it wasn't yeah. worth redoing again. But after uh, after four seasons. I'd won four leagues. I'd won three cups and I didn't make it through to the knockout round of the Champions League. Uh, I sold on my last look, I think, £710 million worth of players. I was going to, I was probably going to get there in two seasons time, I reckon. Yeah. Six seasons, you think? To, to the Magic Billion. Yeah. So I reckon six seasons or at least like ten trans- 10 to 11 transfer windows, I think. Because yeah. it, was, it was at the point where I thought I could pretty much sell my whole team here and just get to the billion-dollar mark. I probably could have done that from where I was. I had probably that many. I, the biggest thing about it was that my, my team, average team value had gone from, like, two or three players that were over 6 million when the game started to every player over 12. Yeah. Even, even players on the um, bench were worth 10. And the reputation of the Austrian League gone up at all? It had gone down.
1: Because you hadn't gone through in Europe and things like that?
0: Yeah. So yeah. the club's reputation went up for the first couple of yeah. seasons. And then the coefficients from when Salzburg in real life went bunter in Europe, yeah. uh, it, it dropped off. they dropped out of the coefficients and the reputation started to drop. And that yeah. just meant players wanted to leave. And so it was easier to sell players. And they were worth more still because they obviously still valued it they were valued at. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't sound too bad. No, it was kind of a good thing to happen in a way. Yeah, if you were to it was, do it
1: again, would you choose Salzburg? Salzburg.
0: If I was to do it again, I wouldn't choose Salzburg. I'd want to do it with a team that had way better youth prospects because Salzburg just don't don't really get any.
1: Yeah, who would you go like Porto or?
0: Yeah, Porto or maybe a Dutch team, something Shakhtar. like that, or or perhaps if, yeah, I mean, Shakhtar still get good Ukrainian players and good Eastern European players. Yeah. Whereas Austria just get Austrians and Austrians yeah. aren't overly good. Renowned for being great. No, nah, you're not, not really. So um, I, I would definitely not, I wouldn't do it in the same way. I would want to have some kind of extra flavor to it. It was pretty easy. Yeah. Like realistically, like once I sold, sold Sobolov, whatever his name was. So, like, it was pretty well just a case of, all right, buy lots of players worth 8 to 10 million, sell them for 20. It wasn't game. too hard. Um, so, that save was corrupted at about 720 million pounds. So, I was 250 to 300 short of the target, which was a billion. Yep. But I was, wasn't sure it was even going to be possible to do within 10 years. So, I could, I could pretty confidently say it would have been done within six Eleven transfer windows, yeah. you can get there.
1: It's a kind of those nice things where you start a bit slow, but once you've been in it a few years, it's flies through. Because there's more.
0: Yeah, the and it's also, more. and the game gets progressively less fun because you the players that you like, the second player that I sold for eighty plus million, his name was I think Anigo Martinez. I bought him from uh, Rio Sociedad. Yeah, I think. For, uh, no, this was the uh, the midfielder. I bought him for about... He was 17 and I bought him for his release clause, which was $23 million, after I sold Zobelai. And I basically bought him as a straight replacement and he was unbelievable. Like he had in the, his last... His only full season in the league, because I sold him halfway through a year, his only full season, he had 112 key passes in 32 games and the highest in any other league that I had loaded into the game was 43. So
1: he took the the mickey. You kind of of start liking that player, but you have to get rid of him.
0: Yeah, it was the same with he Zobalai was similar. He had maybe 75 key passes in the year that I sold him. So, yeah, it's great that they're doing well, but you know that because they're doing well, they're gone. That being said, it is pretty satisfying selling a player for 80 million when you bought them for 25.
1: Yeah, a season or two later.
0: Yeah, I signed a guy from Uruguay. He was playing in... One of the leagues in Europe, I sold him. I bought him for two point two million pounds, and when the game crashed out, he was worth twenty one million. Which means that if someone wanted to buy him, they're probably going to cost them like upwards 30, of fifty. Yeah, because that's yeah. Well, <laughs> he was he was wanted by United, City. Yeah, so you can up it a bit. Roma, Napoli. Yeah, I had a few offers on him for twenty five million. I knocked them back, and that would have been a a ten x profit. <laughs> So yeah, I was pretty I was pretty happy with how it went in terms of just like the idea of it. It was it was fun, like selling players is fun and making money is fun. And Salisbury went from having a bank balance of twenty million to having a bank balance of two hundred and eighty million. Yeah, and they still refused to build me a stadium. It was good fun. How's
1: so that that kind of is that led into the San Marino
0: save? uh, Yeah, me getting me getting home. Yeah, getting home from Melbourne. I've, I've been wanting to do the San Marino save since, obviously, FM come out. And I just had to work out how I was going to do it and wait for a database that was good enough because you have to start in Serie D. Yeah. Uh, I went and customised a database. I removed the team from Serie D and changed them, basically, to San Marino. So they produce San Marinese players. That all worked fine. However, I'm pretty sure I made an error in it somewhere. The idea was that I would make it so that the board was really patient and I made their uh, patience 20 out of 20. I have a feeling that that's wrong because I was sitting seventh in the league with a team that was predicted to finish second last yeah. and I was on the verge of being sacked. So
1: 20 patients is like...
0: I think 20 patients is impatient. <laughs> so I'm going yeah. to remake it and have it at 10 and that way it'll be neutral. Uh, and then, yeah. yeah, I would just... I, I, was put, I was tempted to use the in-game editor and make myself unsackable, but that sort of ruins a bit of the,
1: you know, Yeah, I know you mean, the fun of it. The-
0: becomes becomes a dictatorship. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's, I'm looking forward to that. I was doing that on Twitch and it was good fun, like, just starting a save. You forget how, like, firstly, how hard it is to start a save when you, like, open the yeah. game. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll start it on Twitch because I want to, because I removed all the players. So you got Sam Maroney's regens as soon yeah. as the game started and just like working out who plays where what they do how bad they all actually are that was that was difficult um and that probably took me like 3 or 4 hours just to go through but I I probably have to start it again though cuz I've made an error with the database so yeah, yeah. that's and you're getting grilled in the comments obviously. and I'm getting grilled in the comments about <laughs> yeah. how's this though Formations. I had you you obviously watched some of the stream so you saw him this kid called jack beanie from england and he's not he's not, he's a new gen and he was a 16 year old from england who was in san marino and i also did one thing that i was really happy with i wasn't sure how it would work but i changed the um the requirement for citizenship to be san Marinese from 15 years to four years so if i had yeah. a for four years they could then play for san marino which would make the, the yeah. country better quicker and like in Australia, it's four years. In England, it's four years. Yeah, it's fifteen so, years. It's fifteen years in San Marino. So <laughs> I changed it to to four years. So I had Jack Beanie, the seventeen-year-old Englishman who was playing for San Marino. Yeah. Uh he's probably just yeah, there on holiday, and you that on, on on Twitch chat decided that uh he was there for his gap year, got lost, and then stayed because he got offered yeah. a job to play football. <laughs> now you so him, him. lost. So he's a lost boy, and <laughs> then he got he got turned San Mar- San Marinese. So. Uh, I'll definitely be keeping that setting in there when I read. I'm going to revamp the <laughs> database this afternoon and I'll stream for a bit. Yeah. Uh, which will probably be about when this podcast goes up. So I will be there to watch. Um, As and well. yeah. It's actually good fun streaming. I never really, I mean, I've always wanted to do it and I've always watched it, but having actually now done it, I can see the, like, the fun part to it. Admittedly, Football Manager, it's a game you need to have, I think, a few people on and like interacting with. To make yeah. it like quality it to quality to personally to do but also to watch because um, yeah. it is a very it's a chill out game. it's not like say like Call of duty or something which is a bit more full-on or like another game that I play dota like if I was streaming dota, I wouldn't be able to talk to the chat unless I was dead, which is like basically yeah. a lot for me but for if you're good at the game, it's not very often so footman is a great it's a great community game for that. Has so, you, have you had any positive feedback from anyone? Awesome. Um, yeah, a bit. I got raided by a mega Luke. That was fun. I didn't really know what was going on because again, new to Twitch. I was like, uh, "Why are all these people 20s. suddenly in on my channel? And why yeah. have I got gone from like three viewers on average to twenty five out of nowhere?" But then he hosted hosted my stream for a bit, which was cool. Um, so thanks for that. You're probably not a listener, but I'm sure he will be one day. So thanks for that. If you're listening back through the archive, uh, um, but no, it's it's. I got some okay feedback. I didn't realize for the first hour and a half of my first stream that there was no music playing uh, when I thought there yep. was. So that was great.
1: And my mouse yeah, is if too if close it, to mic.
0: Yes, and my mouse is um. very. I've actually I've worked out it's actually just because I've got a good mouse, so it clicks a lot. The yep. same with like I've got a mechanical keyboard, so it, when I type, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's it's all learning. But I, I'm looking forward to getting a a boom for the microphone and stuff. And I got a new desk set up, so it's um, it'll all be pretty good. Got a new monitor and stuff on the way. So I'm because I'm doing my I'm currently doing 14 weeks isolation since coming back into the state. So I'm very much making the most of the home office. Um, and so, and uh, I watched some a fox in the
1: box on Twitch the other day, and he was saying like the best thing for a new streamer is to have something different to everyone else, which I think the San Marino save is, you know, it's not like you're just doing another Premier League team
0: Yeah, people to watch. For, the, for those who don't know what the San Marino challenge is, it's, the idea is that it's, it's just basically a national coefficient sort of thing. So people do it with Gibraltar, they do it with um, Andorra, they do it with Luxembourg, Liechtenstein, any small like micro nation. And you pretty much get, you get a club within the country and you basically try and make some money with the club so that you can afford a better youth set and then you get better youth players. And then because you get better youth players, your country then gets better because it has better players. So it's sort of like a multi-layered sort of thing. Sometimes people, they manage the country as well as the club. I personally don't like to manage the country as well because uh, it, it tends to take a long time because it's, it's quite a taxing, like it takes a long time to get these games going. Which is why it's good on stream as well. Because I could do it on YouTube and I'd probably do a video, like three videos a season probably. And you'd, there's a lot of fixture congestion in Italy as well. Like you have a game every week and then all of a sudden you have like a game every three days. I saw a, did you see yeah. the Out of Context Football Manager tweet? I might have been yesterday. It was someone who had their fixtures up and they were in Italy. They had their fixtures up and they had like 22 games in a month. <laughs> the game, the game <laughs> yeah. hadn't reorganized it yet. So they had like six games in six days. Yeah. Um, but that's what happens in Italy because they have um, like they play every Saturday or Sunday, plus all their cups are during the week. And in Serie D, you've got your own cup, similar to like the Checker Trade trophy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, or
1: whatever. It, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the San Marino, like you said, it's a bit different. Um, people are doing it a bit with Andorra at the moment. But Andorra has these other rules where they're only allowed to sign French or Spanish players, which is a cool, that's a cool like limitation. So um, in the
1: Andorran league or is it Andorra <laughs> added to it? No,
0: nah, so Andorra Spanish is in the French Spanish league. league. Yeah. So they yeah. got, I think Jared um, Piquet owns, part owns the club. Um, so Just that's, look into that. yeah. So that's the, the benefit to it is San Marino, <laughs> they produce San Marinese players but play in the Italian system. Yeah. Um, I've also downloaded a database, which is a San Marinese league system. So, like, there are still other San Marinese players in the game. Um, okay. Yes. Yeah. So the the only off chance that they produce a unbelievable player, I can it just gives you basically an extra like eight teams to roll the dice with every year.
1: Yeah, which is handy. Shes managing that national team be depressing?
0: It is because they've won one game like, in their history.
1: Yeah, and not still. They don't. They don't, score.
0: They don't they've they've managed like three draws and a win in since the country has been competing for like i think like 1988 was their first year in yeah. the fifa as a team it's a long save yeah it's a long save rewarding, got, though. it is rewarding and it's my favorite save like I've, i'll do one every year i made a logo on everything i love the logo of it like because the problem with San Marino is they went they got um they went into administration last season and now they've yeah. come back as a phoenix club as catalica San Marino, yeah, and they're red and yellow, and San Marino is blue and white. So yeah. I've got a bit of the logo on there, and yeah, I've made them a rival. So when we play them, it packs out, and yeah, it's fun. I'm going to it's get stuck into it this afternoon. How is How your big's the stadium? Uh, it's five and a half thousand. The the San Marino it Stadium, is. five and a half thousand. It has a capacity in the base game of a, a expansion capacity of nine thousand. But I changed that to 109,000 because, I mean, you know, yes. San Marino, it's a micronation. Realistically, if I build a new stadium, it'll move me out of San Marino. Yeah. So I've made sure I never have to move. I can just rebuild the stadium or uh, expand yeah. it. Um, and I, in the past, I've changed all the facilities so that I have like exceptional talent, exceptional everything. And that's been my like Red Bull San Marino. But I won't do that for this one. I'll make it a bit more... Organic, I think. Yeah. Although Wholesome. I could be persuaded, I, I the idea of Red Bull San Marino still really appeals to me. Yeah. But it's, I think, yeah. it's a really cool idea.
1: That's quite realistic you think that what well, RB Leipzig came from the fifth or sixth division of German football.
0: Yeah, um, I, I was I was tempted to do it within San Marino, the San Marino league setup, but then you are you're just going to cakewalk everyone. Yeah. And it becomes like a Salzburg safe. Yeah, no way to go. Yeah, pretty much. Like, and the, the European money would be nice, but you, San Marino goes into the first, the first round qualification of the Champions League. <laughs> like they, they go in, there's always a, a token team in it when you first like go through the fixtures when they start coming out in a normal game. Yeah. And it's always like tre, Trepene, which is the best team in San Marino. Um, and yep. it's, it's usually Trepenna Calcio. Uh, how's your British and Irish Steel save going? Um,
1: well, I was having to touch that. I was doing that Sterling save. And I had so I'd got into the Premier League with Sterling, uh, the Premiership. And I uh, finished seventh, I think, in the first season of the Premiership. And then Rangers came and offered me the job managing them. And I was 50 50. So I discussed it with you a bit. And we both agreed it would be more realistic to take that job, why would you turn that down? Even though I hate Rangers with a passion. So my first season at Rangers, I was expected to just be, have a title challenge, so, um, final of both Cups, and then just be competitive in the Champions League. Managed to get into the Champions League round of 16. Lost to Arsenal, 3-2 on aggregate, so it was pretty good. Beat them away from home. Lost the both semifinals of the Cups, was top of the league by three points with six games to play, and got sacked.
0: <laughs> I don't know why. That's what I, <laughs> so I got couldn't sacked. believe it when you said that.
1: Yeah, I, it was. I was confused and like you know how you have the meeting and they say you know, all the options are pretty much to resign. Yeah. One which is like I think you're being a bit hasty with this. Like the club mm. needs some stability. Click that one, and or like, well, we don't need any stability. You can go pretty much. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so then, where'd you go? So I was manager of Scotland still, because I thought that would be interesting. And they've got some boss regents like playing for Liverpool and Napoli and stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: World-class players, so I thought I'd do that. So I've got into the – qualified for the World Cup with them, topping the group with Netherlands in it. So I was pretty happy with that. Um, and then at about so – when I got sacked at the start of – end of April with Rangers, and then about September – the Celtic job came available. I thought oh, this would be an interesting little storyline. <laughs> Rangers to Celtic. So I applied for it thinking they'd say, no way, because you've just come from our biggest rival. And I got the job. And now I'm 22 games into the season and I'm clear by 14 points with a game in hand. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost want to... The, the Sterling job is like, he's insecure. I'm thinking that's finishing the season at Celtic, winning the league, and then possibly going back to Sterling. I'm in the favoured personnel and I wouldn't mind becoming like you know a club icon and getting the stadium named after me. That's what I'm thinking. And I'm quite I'm really enjoying this save, so I've got no, no chance of me kind of packing it all in and starting again.
0: Mm. What year is it in the game now?
1: It's 2026. Any so i kind of, a decent
0: amount of time, yeah. Any um, any crazy things happen in the world of football there?
1: Um, Vincent Company took over the job of Sterling when I left. <laughs> <laughs> which I can't imagine. <laughs> Vincent Company. Their, net, their manager now is called Stephen McManus from Scotland, which sounds far more realistic. Than Vincent Company.
0: The only way I could be better if his name was like Seamus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, um, Dunfermline Athletic in the Scottish Second Division. Frank Lampard, their manager.
0: Frank Lampard, the same Frank Lampard that manages Chelsea.
1: Yep. He went is to Chelsea, f- got sacked at Chelsea. Went to Newcastle under 23 and then got the Dunfermline job. So he's out there.
0: <laughs> oh, that is a fall from Grace. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine they've got much room in their wage budget for him to coach. No. I can't, I can't believe it. I was just, um, I had a cup
1: game against him, I think a League Cup quarterfinal. And I said, Lampard, you know, Lampard says something, like praises Dow. Like, of course it has. But um, I was like, hang on a second. That can't really be the Lampard. <laughs> Managing Frank uh, managing athletic, but it was. And we beat them 3 0. So good game.
0: Cop that Frank. I'm betting Frank in, um, <laughs> in in FM fifteen, when I had my Chelmsford save, when I first got into the game, really, I had Ronaldo, Gerard, Messi, Suarez, and John Joe Shelby as my under end coaches in one season. John Joe? <laughs>
1: Definitely fits the deal
0: Yeah That was after I That was when I I had a Liverpool safe Going at the same time Yeah So I was trying to get All these people I was trying to get like But this is like By like maybe twenty thirty. So like Pretty much everyone Who is current player Had retired So I was trying to get Like Raheem Sterling And all these players To come and coach And I was paying them Like 10 grand To be under 18 coaches And I think The going rate For an under 18 coach Is about Maybe one and a half If you're really good Yeah I was paying him like 10.
1: Dropping 100K on under 18 coaches.
0: Yeah. I'm actually, you know what I've actually thought of lately? So I've been watching um, Zealand on YouTube uh, quite a bit. And I've noticed that his wages are per annum, not per week. Yeah. And it gives you a much better idea of how much a player is actually costing you relative to your finances. Yes. Because you think about like, I mean, you look at the, the per month what you're making and losing per month, which is all good. Uh, but then you look at, like, at the end of the season, you want to know how much you're making or losing per year, really. Like, if you're yeah. making a profit for the year, you get taxed, all that sort of thing. And because it's in per annum, I think it might make you think about a player a little bit more. Like, oh, yeah. if I'm going to pay this guy, let's say in the San Marino, safe, if I'm going to pay him um, 25 grand a year, that's five, I, know, I know that's 500 pounds a week, roughly. And that's a lot for a player in Serie D. Um, yeah. But if I go, oh, I just want players who are going to take fifteen grand a year. That seems much more realistic in like regards to like real life. You probably measure yeah. how much you make based on what you make a year. Like if you've got a contract, it's for a year. So yeah. I feel like that's. I might, I I really might play it. like that for a little bit, see if it. You know, if you look to at a player like, yeah, it's five hundred pound a
1: week, and you think, oh, that's not too bad.
0: Mm. and then you look at yeah, the end of the year and how it compares
1: to what you've made and what you've lost. And, yeah.
0: Also, and when you I look at transfer it. budget, so you obviously you've yeah. got the slider, which goes like, you know, wage and transfer and and I, I never really gave it much thought. I just went, oh, you slide it and it gives you a magic number and you slide it and it gives you a magic number. It's only yeah. multiplying it by 52. But if you look at your wage budget as a total, uh, sorry, your transfer budget as a total, let's say it's 80 million pounds, and you go, all right, it's 80 million. And then, but then you've got to slide it across and go, oh, now it's, you know, it's, I've got 100,000 pounds a week plus I've got six fifty-two million or something. Yeah. Um, it's more than that. But like for argument's sake, I feel like it's better if it's just 80 million. And you go, I've got 80 million to spend on a player. So if you go, oh, I'm going to spend 20 million on him here to buy him, but then I'm going to spend 15 million a year on his wages. Yeah. I think, I feel like that's potentially a... A, a potentially better way to play the game. It's gonna financially it seems to make more sense to me.
1: Imagine number where you just slide it across and suddenly you're and it's, it's all fine. You're out the red and yeah. It's not that. That's, yeah.
0: Yeah, I I think that's what I'll do. So for for my for the San Marino save that I'll rejig this afternoon. I'll fix the board expectations so they don't want me to win the bloody Champions League from Serie D. Yeah. And uh I might I think I might upgrade some of the youth facilities just to get some better regens when the game first starts. Because, I mean, it makes it, it makes it more fun and entertaining, I think. But it, the yeah. crux of it is get San Marino up. So you sort of, you speed the game up by four seasons, pretty much. How,
1: how many seasons do you think it will take you to get up there? Just In serious, terms of from series to series. Syria from So from Serie D. one promotion.
0: Yeah. I mean, I did a practice run at the start of the FM20 cycle when I did Red Bull San Marino. So I made the facilities like a state of the art. And I went up in the first season in a doddle. Um, yeah. The benefit of it is, is if I make the facilities better, when, because you start the game with no players, because that's sort of like part of the fun of it. You start the game with no players. So it automatically generates your team and it gives you three or four players that are at the level of your facilities. Yeah. Um, and also the level of your reputation. So they're basically sort of like, if you went in, if you've got great, great youth facilities, if you did a youth, youth intake and then you fast-forwarded their development by seven years, what can you expect the player to look like? And you get some pretty good players. Like, you get players that have, let's say, an average of uh, 11 across all the stats for a position. Whereas when you play the game at the moment with the settings that the team has, because i got the worst team in the division, I think there was like, yeah. I think it called like Pampolina or something. They actually, you get players that might have an average of eight across all the attributes for their position. Um, and their potential is very low. Um, I also, I also fiddled with the importance of football in San Marino. Almost like there was this big cultural revival of the love of the yep. game. And um, I changed their uh, affluence. I moved it up. I think they're, they're, they're an affluent country anyway. Um, yeah, I, think I think it's imagine. like 14 out of 20. And I made it 16. Um, uh, I made the fans uh, absolutely loyal. I up the attendance as well a little bit because I find that's one of the hardest things in manager is when you go from a team with no, a team with not many fans to a team with like a league that has a lot of fans. You get shafted because your wages are so low. Yeah,
1: that's why. But that's down on you getting promoted because I am in a stadium with three thousand people mm. as a capacity. We're playing at Celtic, got six thousand capacity. I mean, it's just quite hard. It's just, you're never going to be able to compete.
0: Yeah. You want to, I I think you want to rely on, you want to not rely, sorry, on uh, arranging friendlies at the start of the season to keep you afloat. Yes. So this is why I think Boston United is such a popular save uh, for people doing lower leagues because they have like 2,000 season ticket holders off the bat. Yeah. And they've got the best youth facilities out of anyone in the conference. They've got cool colours because they're, different because they're yellow and black as opposed to blue or red yeah. like every other team every other yeah and plus they've had they've got there's quite a few and I think that's why YouTubers go to them because you get a bit of a transfer budget you know as soon as you get to the league and that's why it's, I yeah, think exactly. it's quite a popular save to do plus you know Dr. Benji's done it and so if he does it it's probably going to be fun, fun he? he's doing it on stream at the moment and he's, he, did, yeah. he did Boston Boy as well obviously last year Yeah, um, it helps his from that area I think uh, speaking what, yeah. of, some... speaking of, and we've mentioned Zealand so far, I had a question to pose to you just to, to round things off today. Now, so who do you think the current best YouTuber and streamer is and who has been the best YouTuber or streamer at their peak, if it's different? Dr. Zengi, in terms of entertainment value. Absolutely.
1: It's not just pool manager, which I think when you watch Jack or work the space, he's far more just... Manager, that's all he talks about. And it's mm. a bit of a different experience to what Doctor Benji is, but I enjoy watching work. The space I know we've he's not your favourite, but I quite like watching his. He's doing Tow Town at the minute, and I've always been able to watch him for the past few years and just enjoy it. So
0: yeah,
1: he's probably my overall, other than Doctor Benji, that I watch most, and probably newly is, uh, we spoke about him with Docs, who's doing Norwich Save at the minute. He's one I've been watching. you he think he's into episode. 68 or something he's a new one that I've been watching and I've been really enjoying
0: yeah I I agree with Dr Benji I think his his ability to tell a story and create a narrative around a team is like it's a different high high level of talent not just like clever it's very he's very talented I really enjoy the in in terms of just straight up FM content I really enjoy FM base and Zealand's videos I think he's he's highly entertaining as a a personality his actual yeah. YouTube content isn't quite as, it's not as robust as Doctor Benji's, but his actual personality is, it comes through as highly entertaining.
1: Yeah, um, He's, he makes tutorials quite fun,
0: which is yeah. The yeah. way he looks, the way he looks at the game is interesting. I I also really like um, Doujet from BusterNet. He's he, he some of his stuff is like savant level, and it's not so much game breaking like cheese strategies. It's like all right. Yeah. I want to implement something I've seen in real life. How do I do it with the tools the game's given me? And I find that really interesting. Have you watched Golden FM? I have. I find Golden FM interesting, but I don't, I'm not a huge fan of, oh, let's do an experiment. Um yeah, because I've I feel like ages. that's that's clickbait. Like that's yeah. the clickbait equivalent in Football Manager. We gave a non-league team a billion pounds. What happened? Yeah. Like it's a 23 minute video and you it sort of just auto plays in the background. Like if you run out of things yeah. you're clicking on uh, and I, I'm not a huge fan of those. I think they're really easy to make uh, and all it takes is you to have a bit of a base already there in viewership and then yeah. obviously people watch them and then you get, ex, it's just exponentially it gets, the algorithm looks after you. Um, yeah. But it is,
1: it is the classic like capitals. I can't believe this.
0: Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it's like the thumbnail is like Ronaldo in a Swindon Town shirt. Like, yeah. it's that sort of thing. So, I'm not a huge fan of those videos. But, yeah, in terms of, I think Dr. Benji comfortably is his best streamer by a mile. Lolo, Lolo, Lolojo, Lolojo is very popular. Lolojo, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, yeah. you like Loki Doki. He's. Yeah, he's fun. I uh, interesting. You, you really enjoy him. Uh, Dr. Benji, for me, he got me into Football Manager, watching Salford. Yeah. Salford story, uh, yeah, and I just wish I could create half of the emotional attachment he has to every single player in his team. <laughs>
1: and he and he gives the viewers kind of that attachment as well. Yeah, I mean, I even mean, streaming, I noticed.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I noticed streaming, like talking about trying to. I mean, you obviously want to pr- try and provide some entertainment value, so you think, oh, well, I'll try and I try and add some emotional attachment to a player, and I found that happening with. With Jamie Beanie, the Lost Boy from England, playing for San Marino, <laughs> I was really enjoying whenever he did something and every scored because I was ah, oh, like it's actually the lost, it's the Lost Boy. It's this is actually a thing yeah. now. It's
1: just cool. It's an attachment. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it definitely made it way more exciting when he scored versus when another player scored.
1: Yeah, the kind of players you carry with you wherever you go.
0: Yeah, definitely. Is what yeah. you want. Yeah, Benji, very very talented and very good at doing that. Um, yeah that's all that's all i really had for today just a few different topics we we missed out in a week because i was moving back to adelaide and sorting out my computer setup and all that business so i'm glad we've we've finally got this episode five done and dusted i'm gonna i'm gonna be streaming later today probably when this podcast goes up so i'll hopefully get started on this san marino challenge um if anyone happens to be listening and has some spare time it's uh, twitch.tv slash lukey Robins. uh all one word you just Search it, you'll find it. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Talking underscore FM. Uh, and Henry, it's been a pleasure. has
1: been great fun. Loved it.
0: Good luck with Sterling when you move there at the end of the season. Um, hopefully, yeah. The plan. Yeah. Don't get fired when you're leading the league now. by Plus six games like you did at Rangers. Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> All right. See you later, everyone.